Life is messy. Our guest today shares how being open to possibilities and finding fun can be the winning combination that creates more joy in our lives. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carangela, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And this lady today, I'm just telling you, some of us think that we have a magic cape. Well, this one wears like 14 magical capes. I'm just going to tell you, okay? <laughs> this lady, I am so excited to introduce you to Sammy Martinez. She's a mom, a grandmother, an interior designer, and just just a badass business owner. I'm so excited to have you today on the show. So welcome, Sammy. Thank you, Terry. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's, you know, for folks that have not met you, you know, let's, let's unpack this. You know, I shared with you, you know, you know, what's been your, you know, your overcomer story. And I think your overcomer story just continues to, to evolve, right. As, as do all of us, but tell us a little bit about you and kind of bring us up to speed. And then I'd love to hear from you, like, what's been your biggest, your biggest challenge on your personal journey so far? Well, you know, I've ended up a single mom, which was not the plan in life. I was raising my daughter, ended up fostering my second daughter and adopting her while I was going to college and working. So it was a little bit of a challenge having social workers run through my life as a single mom, still trying to keep up with everything, working full time. But I kind of learned along the way that not to say no, they're they're just, I could do more than I thought I could and to not be afraid. And I'm not, okay. Well, I think, and and so you went on and uh, you've had, you've foster cared for and or adopted, right? How many, I mean- I've adopted- the one daughter, yes. Okay, and then the one daughter. And then a fostered over 30 children, which is just yes. incredible. This is incredible. Yes, not at once. Not at yeah, once. Not at once. <laughs> not at once. But I just think that's so that's so inspiring, I think, because especially for myself, because I used to be a therapist and in my therapy mm-hmm. world, we would go in and, and especially early in my career when I was doing more of the case management types of work and just seeing these kids in foster cares faster care situations where it was not any better than what they came from. And they were removed from those homes for a reason. Right. And so it gives me great hope that, you know, folks like yourself and that are out there, you know, helping these kids, because it just, it's incredible to know that you've had so much impact on so many people. You never hear about the the homes that are just taking care of anything. You just hear about the ones that go bad. Yeah. And it's true. there's it's a lot true. of people trying to do good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what would you say has been your biggest, your biggest challenge, you know, going through, you know, where you've, where you've come from, like what has been some of your biggest challenges? You know, the biggest challenge was learning to not listen to everybody else because as a single mom, everybody else was like, no way. That's an opinion. No way. An opinion right? You will never get married. You will never find a husband. You know, And it was like, that's not my focus. You know, my focus is my baby. There, there's not a, there wasn't a, I would choose anything different. And it, every time I was open, it seemed like I had more opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, it, it just, it, it was odd because every, all the information coming in was everybody saying, don't do this. Don't do this. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be bad. You know, how will you do this? And I just said, I am, and we'll make a way. So, yeah, yeah. I I think that's so important because I I think is whether you're a mom, whether you're, I mean, it doesn't matter what your role is on this planet. I do think that there is always going to be the naysayers. There's going to be the doubters. There's going to be the ones and I think it's it's more about them and it is about us. And I was literally just talking about this yesterday. And I was uh I was joking about how at one point I got I got told that I was a fun pusher. And she's like, why do you have to be such a fun pusher? And let me give you context on this, okay? Because people are gonna be like, what the heck? Folks that know me probably know that I'm a fun pusher. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't mind the title. But the context Please. was we were at, we were at a wedding. We were at a wedding, a good friend's wedding, and we we're out on the dance floor. And I, I got off the dance floor, went up to the bar area, and I saw this person. I said, Hey, do you want to go dance? And I just, I said it just like that. And she's like, Why do you have to be such a fun pusher? And, you know, and we were, we were talking about this. And I was, and so thankfully, there was the guy next, right next to her saved my day because I looked at her and I, and I looked at him and I said, Hey, I'm a fun pusher. Do you want to go have fun? And he's like, heck yeah. So he comes out, thankfully, whew, saved me, right? Yeah. But I think little moments like that, right? And that's so insignificant, I realize, right? But if I had, I could have been crushed by that and be like, oh my gosh, like I am a fun pusher. Like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me. Don't. I could have ruined my night. I could have, you know what I'm saying? Like, those little things, and even though it seems really small and insignificant, those moments have an impact on our overall journey, right? And so we've got to be, you know, we've got to have that wherewithal. And I think it's going back and trusting ourselves. It's like, if I, I know in my heart of hearts, I can do something, you're going to do it. You're going to like accomplish it, but you're going to, we're going to have those naysayers. We're going to have people that have not been in your shoes or think that they can be in your shoes or want to be in your shoes or whatever that is. And they're going to tell you and talk you off of it, you know? And I think it's so important, but that's not an easy, I'm just curious. Like, do you, do you recall like how, like that skill was developed in you or how you came to be in that place? Like, I'm not going to listen to them because I think we, and myself included, have fallen victim to that you know, you know, too much, right? Like growing up in the stories and all of this stuff. So how, at one point did you get to a point that you're like, no, I'm just going to like, let them be their own and I'm going to do my thing. I've always been really independent. Like, so when I was 21, had the garbage disposal break and I was like, well, why would I pay someone all this money to come out and do it? It's simple. Like I, I can see what the parts are. 
they, they screw together and my neighbor comes over and he's like, oh my gosh, you know, what did you do? And, and I'm like, I'm just putting this back and it worked just fine. But, you know, he, he was thinking that I had bitten off more than I could chew. And I was like, I've never had that. No, I can't in my brain. Mm-hmm. I've heard other people say it, but I've always taken it as a challenge. It's like, you say, I can't do it. I work in a man's industry. I work in construction all day long. I get patted on the head and told, you know, you know, get me a bourbon Um, or, you know, I I need a cigar or golf club or something. And I'm like, I'll just make my own way in this. And please don't tell me what I can't do because I'll just do it and I'll do it better. So I know, right. That's strong. That, that sense of, um, but that's been, that's been your personal journey, right? Like that's, you know, we just don't necessarily wake up with that confidence built in, but there are somewhere along the journey that says, you know what? No, I'm going to just trust my divine being and my, my knowing and, and, and trusting that I can do this. I think I had to have a lot of independence when I was younger, when I was little, even mom was working. I took care of the household, even in elementary school. Like I always took care of my younger sister and made meals and did those things. When I was in high school, I actually put myself most of the way through college during high school and worked three jobs. And it was just, yeah, I've I've always had a little different vision and wanted something different. I might've not known the path I was going to head into, but knew that there wasn't, I didn't want to follow what other people were telling me. And and maybe it's just that rebel in me that doesn't want to be told. Right. I know. Right. I think we all have a little bit of a rebel at some point in some areas in our lives, not, you know, um, exactly. but I, I, you know, I, I love this because I love not, not, I couldn't say this earlier. Like I hated being told no, like I was like devastated and I would cry and I'd be like, you know, but it, as that evolved, I, I do kind of like being told no. And it's like, yeah. because it's like, that's my trigger now it's a positive trigger, but it's a positive trigger to go like, okay all right, that didn't work. And now I get to really tap in to be, you know, creative. I get to really tap into what I taught, you know, like my magic, you know, and, and be like, okay, let's go create, let's go figure this out. Let's go, you know, tap in Like, what have I been blinded by resources, connections, collaborations, all of that stuff that says, okay, no, I can create this. If I have the thought, and I have the belief that I can do this. There's a way. I just haven't found the way yet. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, with all the information we have nowadays at our fingertips, there's nothing you can't learn really quickly. So yes. yeah. that being told, no, it's like, okay, maybe that path wasn't the path, but there's got to be at least 10 other paths to get there. And it's that not giving up. Yeah. So even with my foster babies that would come in the house, I would have social workers in and therapists in and doctor, like all the things you'd have to do. And you're dealing with their trauma and they've got food insecurities and, and you're, you know, the minute they walk into the house, they don't have clothes that fit them and shoes. And you're, you're outfitting a child and possibly three children at a time just to get them off to school the next day. And, and so there's this bigger picture of all these things that need to happen mm-hmm. in life. And I guess that just as every phone call I got, I tried to say yes to, to every child that I could along the way. And I can count 
all the times I had to say no, which was so difficult. It was one of those things that made me feel guilty that I wasn't able to provide for that opportunity that was, you know, that child, because I, I saw that it wasn't just, this isn't a placement. This isn't, these are children. These are, you know, bringing them in, finding a little structure, finding normalcy, doing the simple things of just having regular meal, like all of the things you need to do. It doesn't, it's not complex. Yeah, These things are just one step at a time. And it's funny they call you, you know, fun pusher because they, I have people call me the ringleader of fun. And I love it. So girl, we so, can, we can, yeah. can work it. We could, uh, we could do something here. Yeah. <laughs> usually I'm the one who's like planning all the fun. So it's not, sometimes it's spontaneous, but it's usually because there's, there was more kids attached. It was like, we're going to the beach. We're going here. Heck, we'll just go to Sam's club and go get pizza and ices for everybody. Right. Like yeah. just, yeah, just something. Yeah. I love it. And so, you know, you have now created a really a name for yourself. yourself. You have been um, doing interior designing and now you're building this incredible empire. And I just have heard little snippets of what you're creating. And I just can't wait to, to see where you take your, you know, your, your next steps here. So what does the future hold for you? So right now I'm, I I networked for the job I have right now. I, I actually intentionally went and found this person I'm working with, this general contractor who's been building here for 40 years. I've been designing for nearly 30. So we're a good combination. And he's allowing me to explore new avenues. So the the market has changed. Sales have changed. Everything has changed. The interest rates are up. People are scared. And I'm not I, I'm, well, I should say I'm busy right now and it's actually getting busier and it's way more exciting because the projects are getting bigger and I have free reign to do and bring in and create and design more than just the interior. Now I get to design the entire house. I yeah, bring from, in my from, own clients from scratch from absolute scratch. But I just yeah. wonder, like, you know, again, like this is, it's so exciting to see you and blossom, but it's also, you know, I just think that everything that you're, you've brought forward with you, you know, like, you know, being able to say yes, you know, being in a place, you know, and I know that, you know, we can, we can say like, you know, well, we also have to be able to say no. Right. And, you know, we have to distinguish between those yeses and no's. And I think those yeses came from your personal, you know, with the, you know, of, of those children that were being brought to you. But, you know, so being able to say yes to opportunities, I think is the key, right? That opens up doors, um, but also being able to, to stand in your power and, and not let those naysayers, because I'm guaranteeing you, you're probably coming up with some naysayers right now as you are, you know, expanding, you know, into this new direction, right? You know what? It's funny. I, I probably just have tuned them out at this point, Yeah, but I, I even had meetings yesterday and the day before, and everything has been me creating these big ideas and people nodding their head and going, yes. And I'm like, okay, is everyone really in agreement? Are they really that excited about this? Because yeah. this is fun. These are new terror, you know, breaking into new ground and I'm enjoying it and looking and around going, everyone's in alignment. But that's, that is the 
best place to be in, right? Because from an energetic perspective, that means you've raised the bar from those naysayers. They're like, you know, they're not even there. They're like, if they are there, they're like in the background, they have no power, they have no voice, they have no control. Like, and you're just like, you're living your best life, right? And you're allowing yourself to be fully in alignment, you know, in your, you know, in every aspect. And when you get that and your, your personality is just, is infectious because it, it lifts people. It allows people to just, you know, like want to spend time with you. Right. And so like, again, like that's what you're creating, which is beautiful. Well, and so, so on that note, Friday nights, I actually have a date night with my 11 year old where I've gotten on roller skates again. So I bought some cute pink floral roller skates. We go roller skating. I'm like, whoever wants to bring their kids, just bring them or come roller skate, like go live, go live your childhood again. Right. All the things that we give up and we think that, oh my gosh, you know, I'm too old to do that. It's like, why, why are we too old to do that? We're only as old as we think we are. So just, just That's a great Jump little in. tip. That's a great little tip is like, you know what? We can still be in a place of joy and still play. And um, during the pandemic, I learned how to skateboard. And so I still skateboard. Oh, it's a skill now. And I feel like I'm pretty good at it. But, you know, I, the other night I was like, and my daughter was like, it was kind of in a bad mood. And I was trying to cheer her up a little bit. And um, I was like, do you want to go skateboard? And she goes, maybe. <laughs> like, okay. So we went and skateboarded after I got home. And so it was really fun, but I think exactly. that, you know, I, again, again, I don't think we're ever too, you know, old to learn new tricks and, um, and really be playful. I, I saw a meme the other day. It was like a bit or a video. And this lady was, I betcha 75 to 80 years old. She was at the stadium and there was some fun music playing and she was just dancing as she was walking down. And I was like, yes. Yes. Give me some yes. more of that, please. Right. Like I want to be that exactly. lady when I'm her age and being like, life is still precious. And you know what? Like we deserve that. We absolutely deserve that. I have a dear friend who is back in California, but, and she's taken in over a hundred foster kids and adopt, like she's adopted wow. all of them. It seems like not quite, but, but she would get her Winnie the Pooh costume on and jump on the trampoline with the kids. And and her, you know, older children would, was like, oh my, oh my gosh, gosh. she's like, why am I not going to have fun? Why? This is actually more fun that you're embarrassed, but yeah, you right? know, why am I not going to have fun? So yeah, surrounding yourself yeah. with people who can find joy with you is really important because, yeah. you know, they say what you're the sum, you're the lowest sum yeah. total of the five people around you. So yeah. choose those wisely, right? The, yeah. We, we can choose to be with Eeyore all day long and you're going to be Eeyore as well. Yeah. And we yeah. can lift those people up, but it doesn't mean we have to have them in your inner circle. Yeah. Bringing you back down. So I love it. I, well, I you think, can be in the Tammy and uh, the Sammy and I said the Sammy, the Tammy, Tammy and the Terry and Sammy circle where we can be the fun ring. You could be the ringleader. I'll be the fun pusher and we could, we could tag team. Like I'll be your marketer for your ring. There you go. Fun. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll, and I'll like encourage you to get on the table and dance and, and have fun. So but I do think that, you know, I, I do think life is too short um, to be, you know, so serious all the time. Right. And so if we can play exactly. and so just giving yourself per- permission to play, because again, from a vibrational standpoint, the more that we're in that playful, high vibration energy, we know that we're actually creating 
faster and more efficiently when we're in that vibration versus when we're in these, you know, even just like a place of contentment, right? Like even in a place of contentment. And so we can raise our vibration and whatever those things are, like I was asking someone uh, a couple of days ago, I said, well, what brings you joy? And she had to think about that, which I don't know if that was, if that was the saddest part about it, right? Or that she really, I had to like prompt her to come up with an idea, right? But I do think yeah. that, you know, what we have to have that assessment of ourselves of like, what does bring me joy? You know, well, yes, yeah. we can create it internally, but if we cannot create it internally, what can we do externally that can jumpstart that? And well, get I think as wives alignment? and as mothers, and wives, mothers, grandmothers, like we focus on the joy of everybody else around us. And, and we become that, that, you know, we're taking care of making sure they have their joy. Cause I had one of the same conversations with somebody. They're like, you can kill a business plan. You can do this. You know, what brings you joy? And they said, and not what brings your children joy. And I was like, I had about an eight second panic attack before I was like, <laughs> okay, can whiskey be involved? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, okay, maybe a paddleboard, maybe, you know, I'm like, actually travel. Like if I can just get in the car and go, I don't care if it's road trip. So I can get those things. Um, But along the way, I found this, this key to this, that I get to choose. I may not feel happy that day, but I can choose to be joyful. I can choose my attitude, how I put it out to the world. And it seems like as soon as I choose that, the rest of the other yeah. junk seems to start falling away because you're, you're projecting back what you want. Yeah. And it's, I could yeah. sit in my sadness of, oh my gosh, these children, they've had so much abuse. My, this, yeah. you know, whatever's going here, I've got all these things to do my busyness and, and I could choose to revel in that and revel in the, oh my gosh, I've got 14 houses I'm trying to price and I've got this to do and I've got that to do. And I've got 57 meetings and And you can let that, you know, you can go into that with a poor attitude and like stressed out, but if you just stop and go, okay, you know what, this is a joyful moment. This is exciting to be this busy. This is exciting that this child is in a better place for this moment that, you know, their journey is starting and, and I get to do this. And each of these journeys, like you're choosing this path and this journey every single day. And I might've failed four times yesterday, but it doesn't mean when I get up this morning, I'm not going to go be determined to do something better. I may fail again. Probably will. I'll probably stumble. I'll probably fall on roller skates tonight. So <laughs> that'll be okay. You know, Hey, if you want to come and laugh, safe. that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Exactly. exactly. I might look like a dork, but I'm willing to look like the geek or the dork or whatever it is and put myself out there and, and just choose it every yeah. day and be intentional. Yeah. And I think that's, that's absolutely spot on because how we choose to show up is, is a game changer, right? It is absolutely, you know, we can, I I just, um, years ago I had, um, I did this, um, the glider rights, the glider rights and, um, the glider, right. It was so interesting because, you know, there's a lady in front of us and she landed and my family was there and they, she shared their, her experience. And then um, I landed and then I shared my experience and my husband goes, oh my gosh. He's like, he's like, you had such a different experience. Like you are so excited. And you were like, and I was like, 
And this other lady, he's like, I was really concerned because this lady comes back and was like, that was dumb. I wasted my time. I didn't go do this. I didn't go do this. I didn't see this. And he's like, boom. And he was like, it was bad. He's like, but I'm glad you had a great experience because he's like, I thought you were going to have a terrible experience because after hearing her complain about it, and I was like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Right. But again, it's, it's how we, it's how we show up. It's how we experience life. And not only is that just moment to moment that that becomes our personality, that becomes how we live life. Um, and I, I think I got the greatest compliment greatest yesterday compliment because yesterday. I was sharing an, ex, an embarrassing moment. And um, I said, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to use this for content for this event coming up or not. And, um, and I said, she's like, you really need to. And I was like, all right. And she's like, I just love that you're living what you're teaching and preaching. Like you are living it. Like you are embracing it. You're doing this. And I just was like, that's probably the greatest compliment that anyone can, to, can give someone is that you're doing it. You're living it. Right. And I would say that to you is like, you're being this beacon of light for other people to follow and say, yes, we can have an incredible life, but it starts within and it starts with what we believe and, and how we're showing up and how we're experiencing life. And you know, we can, we can, we can make lots of different choices, but I, I hope that we choose joy. I hope that we cho- choose, you know, to see the great, the greatness in it, in that moment. Life is messy. Yeah. And, and it stays messy. I, I think there's this delusional thing that somehow when you're living your best life, there's not this messiness around you. There's not this junk. Yeah. There's not all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's always going to be messy. Yeah. It's so, exactly. Because we're here to evolve and grow. And, and I don't know that, you know, we would, uh, you know, I had a girlfriend years ago and she said, you know, if we, if I just, if I didn't just do anything, I just sat on my, on my high knee for years, would, would I still show up in the same place? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, we're going into like some deep physiologic, you know, thought here, but I said, you know what? I do believe that, you know, this is our human experience, you know? And so mm-hmm. even when we are, like you said, living our best life, we're still being faced with stuff. Like I just had something blow up in my face like a couple of days ago and I'm like, wow, that was fun, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And so, but you're moving forward with it, you know? Well, and the outside world sees something and they expect because you're joyful and you're happy that <laughs> it must be perfect. Like you must have this perfect path. What's your secret? And it's like, no, are you kidding? My life is a disaster half the time. And <laughs> I've got grandkids spilling juice in the backseat, you know, and, and this and that and things going crazy. And, the, you know, the computer does this or whatever it might be that day. It's all going to be messy and crazy, but it doesn't change what I'm doing and how excited I am about every single day. Yes. So I love that. I think it's, I think it's funny when people say that. Yeah, you must be an angel. It's perfect. I'm like, man, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I know how to manage it. I know how to handle it. I know, you know, like I, life has given me enough experience to know how to, to, to overcome the, the challenges. Exactly. I might have to go sit in a bath just to, to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Well, it's been such a delight to connect with you here. Where can people connect with you? So I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm not doing YouTube yet. It's the next thing that's coming. We are going to start, I think, filming a build here very shortly. We're working on our pre-production schedule. So that will be fun. I, we're hoping to get that out so people can see the inner workings of how to put together a home and what it looks like um, nice. along that journey. So Love it. Well, I will put that down in the show notes. So make sure that you go and connect and follow and like 
And um, I am so delightful to thank you for being you and thank you for shining your light so brightly for all of us. Thank you, Terry. I am so grateful that you joined us for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then I invite you to connect further with me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com. Today's reminder, say yes more often to opportunities, find your joy and do more of that. Trust yourself. The naysayers will be there, but you don't have to listen to them and know that messiness is part of life and it's about how we choose to show up.